0: Hey, friends, it's a good day. Today, we're going to talk about one thing we can do that can literally change the way we live, and it has to do with how we think. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler. And I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bringing inspiration, encouragement and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission, raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious, God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hello, my friend, welcome back. I'm so glad you are here. I am Kirsten Vossler, and welcome, welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. It is going to be a great day. I am really excited about what we're going to talk about because this has been something that I am learning, I am working on right now as we speak, and it has to do with the way that we think and what we think. But before we dive into that, I have a couple of things I just want to check in with you about. Are you subscribed to this podcast? I noticed that when I updated my phone recently, that all of my podcast stuff has changed. It looks a little differently. So if that is also true for you apparently now on Apple Podcasts, at least, it's no longer called subscribing. It's called following. So are you following the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen? Because there are actually a lot of you that listen on other platforms, which is really cool. So wherever you are, basically just be sure that you are going to be receiving the next episode in your feed, whatever that means and whatever that's called on whatever platform you're at. Anyway, would you just follow, subscribe, whatever the word is? That would be awesome. And then the second thing is podcasts live on ratings and reviews. So if you are enjoying this podcast, I would so appreciate if you would leave a rating and a written review. Those written reviews are so enjoyable for me to read. I really love hearing your feedback and they also help other people be able to find the show and know what you're enjoying about the show. All right. So what are we talking about today? What is this one thing we can do that will change our lives by changing our thoughts? We talked last week all about taking our thoughts captive, and we read this scripture out of the Passion Translation, 2 Corinthians 10, 5. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought, and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. In the King James translation, the end of that says, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. One of the ways that we can do that is to check on the narrative that is going on inside our minds. Now, this will manifest a lot of times by what our reaction is to people, to circumstances, even to our own selves. The important thing to realize is that we have a narrative. We've got something going on, telling us stories all the time in our mind. Now, whether those stories are true or whether they are false is up to us to determine. And when we find a false one, it is our job, like we talked about last week, as the gatekeeper to get rid of the bad ones and to keep the good ones. And what I've been discovering, which is really powerful is that we can flip the script. We can change the narrative that is in our minds. Let me give you an example. Say you're driving down the road and somebody comes up behind you and rips around you, just driving so fast. What is your reaction? Your reaction is based on the story, the narrative that you're telling yourself. It's either, oh my goodness, that guy's in a hurry. He must have somewhere to go. Or, oh no, I hope everything's okay. Or, what a jerk. That guy's going to hurt somebody. This is a problem. Do you hear how all of those different responses are all based on what you're telling yourself about that other person? And I want to remind us that we're not only thinking about other people. We're also thinking about ourselves, things that we've done, things that we do, things, ways that we make mistakes, choices that we make. We are talking to ourselves. We're telling ourselves a narrative. And today I'm giving you permission. And in fact, I'm encouraging you to challenge Every story that does not line up with how Jesus talks to you. Do you know how as moms, we're always saying to our kids, Hey, would you want somebody else to talk to you like that? Don't talk to him that way. I know for myself, that is an example I use a lot. And I heard it a lot as a child. But do I talk to myself in a way that I would want someone else to talk to me? Or am I mean to myself? Am I, am I actually treating myself like I'm a beloved daughter of God? Or am I yelling at myself and treating myself like dirt? I kind of alluded to this a couple weeks ago in the episode that I did with Sandy Cooper about social media, because there have been times when I sat around after the kids were in bed and even sometimes after my husband would go to bed and I would just sit on the couch and just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll, kind of pretty mindlessly, you know, enjoying myself, enjoying what I was seeing and all of that. And sometimes hours would go by and I would be suddenly shocked at the time and be like, oh no, I should have been sleeping the last hour and a half or the last whatever amount of time. And a lot of the time I would say to myself, oh, that was so dumb. Why did you do that to yourself? And I would start to talk to myself really, really negatively. And guess what? When I went to bed, I was just down on myself. I was frustrated with myself. And in the morning when I woke up and I was a little more tired than I wanted to be because I had spent an extra hour and a half that I could have been sleeping, doing something else, doing, you know, being on Instagram, I was very down on myself. Oh, I'm so tired because I did this dumb thing and stayed up too late, blah, 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 blah. But guess what? I can change that narrative too. Even if I made the maybe not so smart decision to stay up way, way, way past my bedtime. (laughs) But I've been really, really trying to speak God's thoughts and God's heart over myself and not be so down on myself and so mean to myself when I make a mistake or when I make a choice that maybe isn't the very best choice for the situation. Because staying up late isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a great way to get refreshed in one manner or another, But sometimes it isn't the best choice. And so what I'm talking about is the times when maybe it wasn't my ultimate best choice. I started to catch myself and I would be like, oh, no, what did I do? And then suddenly I would realize like that weight, that's going to go down a trail that's going to turn into me being very negative and frustrated and angry at myself and it's going to wreck tomorrow because it always does. So how can I stop this? How can I change what I'm, the story that I'm telling myself about myself? So here's how it kind of went. Oh no, what did I do? Uh, it. Wait, stop. It's going to be okay. I made a choice to look at Instagram tonight and it's very late and now I'm going to stop but I enjoyed this. I had a lot of fun. I got a lot of laughs. I saw a lot of cute babies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I learned a lot of homesteading tips that I wanted to know. And now I'm going to go to bed. And then I can walk away from it and have a good attitude. I can walk away from it and feel like okay, I made that choice and here we are. It's not the end of the world. Not everything has to be the end of the world. And I don't know if you're like me and you have a little bit of that perfectionistic tendency, but if you do, I want to encourage you in this, especially because being hard on yourself is not a good quality, mamas, because, because when we're hard on ourselves, we're going to be hard on our kids. We're going to react to them because we have that story going on in our heads. Oh, I know what you're thinking. Oh, I know what's going on inside of you. Oh, you're being lazy. Oh, you're being whatever. That's not the way we want to be with our kids. But it's the way that we end up being with our kids if we're talking to ourselves the same way. And sometimes we talk to ourselves that way because we were kind of trained in that because of perhaps how our parents or other authority figures in our lives talk to us as kids. But we have the ability by taking our thoughts captive, as we talked about last week, we have the ability to stop those stories in their tracks and to bring them into obedience to Christ to force them to change so that Jesus is Lord over even our thoughts and the way that we talk to ourselves. I hope this is encouraging for you today. This is something that is an ongoing process for me and I am committed to working on this. So will you join me? Will you join me In changing this one thing, the way that we tell stories to ourselves, so that we can thrive in our days, so that we can thrive in our relationships, so that we can thrive as a human, as a woman. I bless you, my friends, with the peace that surpasses all understanding. I bless you with the knowledge and understanding of how deeply, deeply you are loved by God. I bless you with an understanding of his heart toward you so that you can walk out your life in a way that shows that you know you are loved. Have a wonderful week, my dear friend. I will talk to you again very soon thanks so much for joining me for this episode of rejoicing in motherhood you will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at KirstenVossler.com. have a wonderful week and remember everything in this life is holy kingdom work you are doing it friend you make the very heart of god rejoice keep going I love you lots and I'll talk to you again very soon.